We are on page 121. The Haber just finished up his explanation for the Chet Egal, explaining what it was, what it wasn't. And then he went on to, to say that in Avodah Hashem, every detail matters. The same way the physical world runs on certain principles, and even a minor detail that's changed could keep something from ever being formed or certainly from thriving the same way it is in the metaphysical world. And therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave Moshe Rabbeinu everything that's needed, which means the written law, all the explanations that are needed, his two examples, the intricacy of korbanos, the korbanos have very specific rules on which animals, how they're cut, who eats them, which parts are burned, who brings them, what they wear when they bring them, and all of these are, are extremely important, and even though they're not mentioned in the Torah, they were, they were taught to Moshe Rabbeinu, and he, his next example is Chunas HaMishkan, the, the specifications for the Mishkan and the Beis HaMikdash are also communicated directly from HaKadosh Baruch to Moshe Rabbeinu. Then, right before Os Kuf, page 121, he says, when it comes to serving God, one cannot rely on logic, inference, or discretion. If that were the case, the philosophers with their great wisdom and intellect would have achieved far more than what Israel has already attained. So it's not about theory. It's not about what you can come up with. It's about following Hashem's rules. Oskof. He says, basically, I'm convinced. I would be comfortable accepting the Torah that a Navi would come to an oppressed nation, and would inform them that they would be liberated without delay on a specific date, and would promise that he would eventually help them enter Eretz Canaan, which at that time was being controlled by seven strong nations. And he'd also delineate each tribe's allotted portion before they actually entered the land. And all of this, going from a slave nation to taking over a country run by seven mighty nations and then split up quite seamlessly among your nation, happened very quickly with amazing wonders and miracles. This confirms and verifies the greatness of God, Uchvod HaShaluach, and the greatness of the nation that was sent. Of Moshe Rabbeinu, the Jewish nation, and of God. Now he's struggling with a certain tension that you see throughout the Sefer. Is the Torah meant for the Jews, or is the Torah meant for the entire world? And he says, if, on the other hand, the prophet would have claimed that he was sent to perfect the whole world, then his mission would not have been successful. He hasn't done that, and he didn't do that. If the Torah was intended for the entire world, well, not everybody speaks Hebrew. So maybe that nation would understand it. And this is something he brought up before when he was speaking to the, the person representing the Muslim religion, that if the Quran is the proof, the Quran is, is in Arabic. And he said, the Malach Kuzar said he didn't speak Arabic. The same thing, if the Torah is meant for everybody, 
Why was it given in Hebrew? Now the Torah was translated. Moshe Rabbeinu himself seemed to translate it Bayer Hetev, according to the Gemara and Sota's explanation. We do know that later, it was with the Septuagint, it was translated into Greek and other languages. But so he deals with that in the footnote 157. The reason this is not mentioned here is either because the Kuzari himself does not accept the Talmudic account that the, the Moshe Rabbeinu translated the Torah, or since the Torah was only translated after the death of Moshe, the prophetic messenger referred to in, the, in this paragraph, we see that it was not Moshe's mission to convey the Torah to any other nation other than the Jews. But this is something that he's struggling with. If the Torah was meant for the whole world, then why did only the Jewish nation receive these miracles and have this miraculous journey? And number two, why would the Torah be in Hebrew? If it was meant for everybody, but it was written in Hebrew, it would be very difficult for Sheba, India, and Kazar to access the Torah written in Hebrew. It would have to develop much more naturally, organically. So it would probably take hundreds of years for the Jews to defeat other nations, to influence them, to assimilate among them, and to, to bring the ideas of Torah to other nations, which interestingly enough, hundreds of years later, we do see the Jewish values and, and morals have certainly influenced Western values, maybe not as much as we, we wish, of this wisdom. So Kufal, Amar HaChaver, Lo kara Moshe letoraso zulasi amavanshe l'shano. Moshe only called forth. Moshe only brought this message for his nation and Anche Lishono. You're right. Torah was given to the Jews alone, but really have, have influenced the world very much in the way that he's saying would take hundreds of years to do. But what he's saying, and again, this is interesting because he's, remember, he's an outsider. The Melech Kuzar is not Jewish. And he's struggling on one hand to understand what is the Torah, who are the Jews? And now he's under, trying to understand, well, is, is Torah meant for everybody, or is Torah only meant for the Jews? And if it's only meant for the Jews, why? Why was the, the rest of the world deprived? And God promised them, the Jewish nation, that he would give them Nevi'im, who would constantly admonish them and rebuke them and help set them on the right path. Wouldn't it have been better for Hashem to do something that would help the whole world? Why is he focused only on the Jewish nation? It would have been Yoser Nachon Viroi Bachachma. Wouldn't it have been smarter and nicer and kinder to give something to the entire world? Why is it right and why is it smart to just give something to one small nation?